You know, everybody's got a to-do list. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you have to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket. It just may be the most rewarding to-do you do today. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. Here we are. Welcome to Spike's Car Radio. We're, uh, we're doing a little different kind of show today. We're traveling the show. The, uh, the Podcast One studio was uh, full. I think, so. I think they had Brandy Glanville in there. <laughs> and uh, I was going to drive out to Bill's, but then um, I called up Matt Farron. I said, Matt, what are you doing? And he said, uh, nothing. He said, come on over. So uh, we're over here at the Matt Farah Podcasting Suite. Um, <laughs> and we're just going to talk to you. I want to spend a little time with you. Uh, I, I've been watching what you're up to. I've been watching your, uh, your social media feeds, and I, I, I'm seeing all of these. Po- you seem like you're podcasting all day long. Oh, my God. I know you're crazy. not doing the one takes anymore. I thought yes I would come no. over and see see what's happening here. Hi, Spike. I, I love this place. Welcome I, to my studio. Yeah, we have we have two podcasting studios yeah. here. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, what, so what, what's the difference? Are they identical? Are they the same? They're the same, but they're different. We have Studio A, which is for five people, and right. Studio B, which is for two or three people. Okay, that's and, pretty and much the only difference. Studio B. And yeah, what, what what are you building here? What's going on here? Sue, so, what's happening right now is. I uh, I'm reducing my car video output because mm-hmm. um, it's it's such an endless grind that you have to proactively remove yourself from it sometimes, uh, and I've chosen to like focus on the cars that I can actually spend quality time with instead of just cranking out video after video somewhat mindlessly. Right, and doing like podcasting to me is so fun. I love radio. <laughs> I love hanging out with my friends. I love doing long-form interviews with interesting people. Mm-hmm. And so that, to me, is I like hosting, like not just hosting a show, like hosting people in my little studio here. Right. Like, I like playing host and, and being hospitable and talking and having fun. So. so so where do these live when you do your show, The Smoking Terror? Because now you're shooting video, and I, I yeah. see it go on YouTube. I'm getting notifications that it's live all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to keep track of it all and understand it. Like, so like you, when I came on your show with Zuckerman yeah. recently, you videotaped it that didn't go out live. No, okay. We started doing live like the following week. The following week, yeah. yeah. But so, it, we, but it would have. Go ahead. We have a small staff and we have limited resources, <laughs> so we add features as we can. So, right. we've been doing the Smoking Tire podcast for like six years now. And how it, many people are watching it live? Um, yeah, like like five to ten thousand over the course of a two-hour show. It's not, like, that many. But the, so we started doing live, then we, at, we built the studio, added a video element, and now we are utilizing the YouTube live streaming feature because you know, we have a big subscriber base on YouTube. Right. So we're leveraging that to bring our podcast to them in a video format and, and to make it more interactive. And YouTube has a, a feature called Super Chat, so there's like a rolling comment. Yeah, yeah, I've you know. seen it. Super Chat is um, you can make a donation, and it 
stickies your comment. So if uh-huh. someone really wants to ask, and we have a, an agreement that if you make a donation, you ask, I'll answer your question on the show. So people pay a little money. They pay and, a little money. They yeah. answer a question, or they ask their question, or make a statement, or whatever it is, and it, it comes up in a wow. separate window. It goes ding. I didn't know I could do that. I, you can. I'm going to answer uh, listener questions today, and <laughs> I'm going to get paid nothing for it. I did that for six <laughs> years. I found out there's a better way. It's not a huge amount of money, but you know what? That's it, interesting. It's a filter. It filters out a lot of the pe- the bullshit. Right. And it 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 generates a little bit of revenue. It's not a huge amount of money, but it's a little bit. And you know what? People go into the super chat every single time we do a show. At least two people go into the super chat and just gift us fifty bucks. Right. Like wow. just gift it to us. Can and people s- buy a private dance? <laughs> Soon. <laughs> That's red tube. <laughs> On YouTube, it's a little different. So, so we're you, doing more so, podcasting. So you, so you broke up with uh, YouTube a little bit, but now you're together with them in a different way. It, yeah, YouTube will always be there. The key right. is to not let it run you to make to, to do to to bend it to your needs as opposed to letting it or letting the audience run you. And then, as you you may have seen on my Instagram. Um, the uh, we we finally after four years broke ground on my building. There it is, which is uh, has a it has a billboard over my construction site. It's a weed delivery billboard that looks <laughs> over my construction. We're looking at site. a picture of it right now. I did see this picture and it made me laugh because I was like, "This is the most professional group of guys building something I've ever seen." Like, and then where did me. you find these guys? <laughs> and then me. No, you look like one of them. Like, yeah. You don't normally see these guys building. <laughs> That's because these guys aren't doing. The, they're the build. They're the paper pushers wow. and the architects. And so the I'm engineers. counting. Let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven yeah. people. This is expensive. That's this is two, this is very two, expensive. Two architects, three contractors, and two engineers in that oh my picture. God. And uh, how are you not going to get screwed? Completely screwed on this. The land is already worth double. No, what I, I just paid mean on the the total budget for this project. I've been screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so screwed. I, you don't understand quite the level of screwed I am, Spike. I'm so screwed. So how many years before you're profitable? Five. Five. If That's I, not bad. If people will pay what I think they will pay they will. to park their car there. Yes. Yes, I No, think because they will. people are always looking for parking here. They're always calling me up for parking. Yeah, you, there's nowhere else to go. That's the thing with L.A. Is, mm-hmm. is, is, is I just went to a place in Seattle called The Shop. Mm-hmm. That's a collector car storage place that has a do-it-yourself lifts and tools, and it's it's fifty-five thousand square feet. Wow. It's so big. Yeah. There's a full-service restaurant and bar oh. in this place, and I'm just going, oh my god! But that's Seattle. Seattle. I was just up there too, and the same thing. I said, look at all the space. space. They have space <laughs> yeah. to do this stuff. Yeah, and 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 so is it. it ex- it's not expensive to get a space there. No, it's two hundred a month to get a space there. Which, uh, dude, you won't get. Oh, that's ridiculous. You won't get. An outdoor parking space no. in someone at someone's apartment building that they're yeah. subletting you in a decent. No, area we're like we're here. like Hong Kong now. Yeah, so where I'm building is it's right up the road from our current studio. It's across the street from the Clippers practice facility. It's across the street from uh, Facebook mm-hmm. and Google and YouTube. It's great. And and um, what is my experience going to be? So I, I'm coming in in one of my old cars, my '58 right. Speedster, so you on arrive. the weekend, right? Yeah. And I'm already signed up. You've already been open for a couple of years. Yeah. As I pull in, what what happens? Do I have my own clicker? No, you do <laughs> okay. not. What um, what happens? So it's a staffed building. 
Right. Um, it's going to be extended business hours. It's going to be uh, after hours by appointment. It's for enthusiasts, so I'm not going to charge you extra to pick up your car on a Sunday morning to go to the canyons. That's right. going to be part of our enthusiast business hours. And how do I call you to get my car? How does that you work? will call on the phone or text or whatever, okay. whatever, whatever your communication system is. So I'm like, hey, I'm coming here at 8 in the morning. Right. So I want to drive to Bill's. Exactly. There okay. will be different spaces in the building. So the thing about this building is it's going to be vertical right it's one floor underground and then five stories tall mm-hmm. now but it's only one floor so it's it's racks it's car right, racks, right. like okay. Kanepa's got mm-hmm. so depending on your usage of your car some cars are not really drivers they're museum pieces or pebble cars or race cars or whatever mm-hmm. they can go on the top rack so they don't need you know it's a pain to get those down the cars that come down How once do you, you get them down you move the cars under them out Okay, yeah. one at a time. One at a time. Yeah. Right. It's not that bad. You're talking like 15 minutes, right. but it's annoying. My goal is to have people buy a whole stack, rent right. a whole stack. Right. That like way, that. we got four cars and one driver ass, you know? <laughs> the poker chips. And a lot of people have inquired so far and about How do I spots. keep my car from flying off in the earthquake? So these racks are so serious. Yeah. They are such... It's not only are they... You know, if you're used to like the bend pack, st- mm-hmm. similar the two cars that everyone uses, mm-hmm. these aren't like that. <laughs> there, nothing wrong with those; those are fine. Right. I'm not saying anything bad about bend pack or their systems or anything like that. These are 38 feet tall, and they are exoskeletons. So they are a, it's a rectangular cage outside the lift. Oh wow! And furthermore, they are linked together. So the ones that are next to each other are bolted together. Right. Then they're bolted through the floor, through the foundation of the building, mm-hmm. and bolted up to the ceiling. So the whole building structurally is connected to the racks. Wow. The racks, then you drive onto them. They're not you don't they don't fork you from mm-hmm. the side like a mechanics lift. You drive onto them where they're full trays. There's no space. So if your car leaks oil, it's not going to the car below it. Right. It's a full full tray with a removable drip tray you can clean. If if and then so and that's then all my cars can i can i open my doors when i want to get out when i after you, i drive in or are you driving the car in onto the rack yeah i need it we're it depends it, it do depends. you have battery tenders up yes. there battery okay. tenders uh, the most insane fire system you have ever seen in your life okay it's very high security. So let's say sixty cameras. So let's say I'm jamming around the canyons and I return my uh, car and I want to get out of there. I drop it off with you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you gonna detail it for me. It's part of the service. It's it not is. included month with the right. monthly, but yes, of so course. The car will be Basic detailed before cleaning or after. services. Um, wow. Our friend Anthony at Exotic Car. Love him. Anthony Laner. Anthony Laner at yes. Exotic Car is the man. If he's in, I'm he is in. my vendor. Yeah. He is my vendor he's for uh, paint and body, for wraps, for all the basic stuff. <laughs> he has saved my ass yeah. so many times. Dude. At the last minute. Like, I'm leaving for Newport <laughs> in an hour, and my, and my nanny just smashed into my land. <laughs> and he got it done. Yeah, and he's he my fixed guy. it. He's the best. So he's the my he's my best. first vendor as far as um as uh, you know as having people on staff. Wow, this is exciting. Like so how do people sign up? How do people uh, right now? I have a waiting list, list going. So you're already booked up completely. I'm gonna, no, no, no. I, it's not a waiting list in terms of I'm oversold. Oh, I, I, see. I have a waiting list. It's about a hundred people long, wow. and I put a shovel in the ground two days ago. 
So, so it gets built in what a year or two? Uh, yeah, we're twelve to fifteen months is what okay. we're looking at, and we're going to have a new podcast studio that is going to be that's there. That's there. Wow, that's exciting! And it's going to be elevated over the cars with glass walls looking down. That's on hugely the important. <laughs> the cars, <laughs> <laughs> elevation and couches and chairs. Yes. Can I come over and smoke yes. a cigar there? Yes, you can have. I'm going to have. It's not going to be like. Country clubby. The real estate much is space. too expensive to build a big club. Right. But it's going to have a, a room with some nice big leather chairs, a cigar area, a booze wow. cabinet, a big TV to watch a how sporting is your, event. How is your cigar ventilation going to work? It will be ventilated. <laughs> and also, we have a small rooftop deck. There's really? a roof. Yeah, there's an outdoor rooftop area. Have you talked to the Clippers about them coming by? My television agent, <laughs> your television agent, Mr. Han Schiff. Han Schiff? You're still with Han Schiff? Did you bail? No, of course not. <laughs> okay, he's like, don't bail without I just telling haven't, me. I haven't heard him mention you for the longest time. That's because I'm not working. Um, <laughs> no, you're your own man. You're making your own business I here. do a thing. But uh, but Hans has sent me a, a few people for the list. Oh, he has? Yeah, a few of his other clients. Those names Hans, I don't want to drop. He's the uh, he's at CAA. He's our agent. He's a great guy. He's also known as the car guy of CAA. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone related to cars, Everybody Hans Everybody gets Hans. Gordon yeah. Ramsay, the whole deal. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Richard Rollins. Richard Rawlings, the whole yeah. crew. Actually, me, uh, you. Since you said it, uh, that's who Hans said. He said Gordon Ramsay needs ten spaces. When of course he will. Yeah, no, I helped Gordon Ramsay get a GT2 RS in exchange for him coming on my podcast. And really, go ahead and look through that catalog right now and see if you see the name Gordon Ramsay because uh, it's, it's not there. It's not there. He told he got the car and then he just blasted off. He, and Hans he is like, bailed on you. It's gonna yeah yeah. Gordon Ramsay, the guy who yells at people, is going to get yelled at by me. You know what I'm going to do? Because it's you're going to call him out, right? The cars. I don't have to. I'm doing it right now, but I don't have to because I'm just going to call Dean, who sold him the car, and go hold that car. It it hasn't come in yet until he commits. No, it has not come in. (laughs) (laughs) Do not hand over that car, or I lose all my leverage in this conversation. A man without hand is not a man. Yeah, George Costanza uh, said that. I dr- I did drive the GT2 RS. Oh, really? No, I drove in it. I drove I drove in the car, and it's uh, with it's, like a real driver. Uh, well, Seinfeld, so oh, he's not so a real no. driver. Uh, he got little, his though. Yeah, he did. What color? Black. All black. Yep. With Do you, aluminum wheels. So does Very the plain. does the um the black hood disappears when you get the all yes. black, right? Yes. That's key. Yes. It uh, it's a, it's an intriguing car. Does it First feel... of all, it starts up and it's got a brand new sound. It's got those big holes of exhaust pipes that look like the 918, but sound like just a big-ass tiger, a monster sound. It sounds unlike other 911s? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bigger <laughs> and scarier in the low end. And then as you get on it, it the, the sound disappears and the turbos kick in, Uh huh. right? Yeah. So it, it, it's almost... And I, we didn't take it up to red line because Jerry doesn't like to go over his break in... I know, what a waste of... <laughs> he won't listen to us. But um, once... Uh, I hope there's something up there. I hope there's something <laughs> at the there's high end. I hope there's something at the red line. It, yeah, we, it we starts it very loud and then it goes... And, and it sort of disappears, but... God. Those turbo cars sound like you know nuclear vacuum cleaners. 
He got on it a little bit, and I said, all right, is that 7,000 RPMs? He said, no, that's three. And I was, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the acceleration was, you know, for 3,000 RPMs, I've yeah. never felt anything well, like it's that. Well, hu- it's huge torque. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. real big torque. It's, a, it's such an interesting car, because you get in it, and you look around, and you go, this is kind of, you know, GT3. I'm in a GT3. Quick yeah, look, yeah. GT3 RS, right? right. It kind of looks like that. But then as it moves, you realize, no, oh. I'm in a dragon. I'm in a, I'm in a yeah. new thing, and yeah. it's spectacular, and, and but, uh, you got to respect it yeah I, I just drove uh, this um, supercharged this company called VF engineering that makes mm-hmm. supercharger packages for Lamborghinis so I drove a, a, a performante you know the new yeah. the new yeah. lighter aero Lambo mm-hmm. with a supercharger on oh. it and it was 870 horsepower wow and I drove it at at Fontana at the track on the, the, <laughs> the NASCAR oval 174 miles an hour on the front straight wow like nothing Really? Like nothing. Easy. It, like looking down like, whoa! <laughs> like I'm just going to pass it handle? These, like a Huracan. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it, the chassis is capable, I think, of handling a lot that much power. But it was on standard suspension and standard tires. With, look, Huracan, Performante, right, not right. bullshit. But um, when you're to, – to make the best use of that power kit on a racetrack, a few tweaks are probably in order. Yeah. But – Nope. I mean, you couldn't go back to the regular one after this. It felt so right, right. and so normal right. that if you hacked 300 horsepower off of this thing, you'd be like, <laughs> feel like you're towing an anchor or something. Have you driven the Aventador or any of the yeah. new stuff they yeah. have coming out? Yeah. Aventador, I drove Aventador S mm-hmm. last year, which is the newest of the and Aventadors. How is that? Um, uh, by big V12 Lambo standards, quite lovely. Um, you know, Usable? If, Sure. Yeah. No, I mean, like, not not, not usable. Uh-huh. I mean, it, it's not... It depends on your size. What is this hesitation in your voice? Okay, because I'm tall and I'm fat. Right. So everything that comes fat. with that. I'm You're fat-ish. Big. You're 6'2", I have two, big right? Shoulders. I'm 6'2", I'm 260 pounds. I'm okay. big. So, so my it, head grazes the roof <laughs> of the Aventador. You know, the seating position's yeah, not yeah. great. The pedal box is small. Mm-hmm. Big people issues. You, a normal sized human being, would probably find it pretty comfy. I'm like a jockey. Yeah, you, you can just no, jump right in. You five ten, five ten, five ten. Yeah, five ten, right. 155 pounds. There you go. You would fit in that car just. I'm fine. that guy. And I drove it. You know, I did TV driving with it, where mm-hmm. you have to do the same thing over and over. So we're down in Miami, <laughs> Collins Avenue. You know what TV show? This was for Drive on NBC Sports. This was last season. This last season, yeah. Which you can now get on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, Drive on NBC Sports seasons one through four on Amazon Prime. But are you back now with this new season? I stepped away. You did to to build my building. I stepped away to build my building and to not travel all over the world. And my my back was too fucked. It was unfortunate. Are they doing another uh, round of those? They are. They are. Yeah, they're making. They're making it, and I. There's no ill will. It's not. I. I love everyone who's making the show, but it literally just came down to, can your back handle 16 <laughs> weeks of international travel this summer? Like, no, it can't. And that's so that was that. boy. That's yeah, an arduous that schedule. But um, in Miami, we you know I had to drive up and down Collins Avenue at 10 miles an hour in traffic to do the South Beach cruising thing. Yeah, and I yeah. overheated it doing that. Yeah. But that's like that's TV driving. That's not real. 
So. No, but you're, you're, you know, there was a season of Car Matchmaker where I came, I think season two that I came out of it, I came out of it with a back problem <laughs> just from spending too much time in the car seat. Yeah. You know, and it was cold. We were shooting in the winter. So whatever downtime I had, whatever yeah. lunchtime you're I had, in the car. I'm sitting in the car, yeah. rolling emails, yeah. rolling calls, trying to do other business. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea it was bad for me. It's really <laughs> and bad I came out of that season with my first ever back problem. Yeah. Yeah. Did you it, get it fixed? It took a year. Yeah. It took a year. And part of it was a fall I took uh, on our slippery rock by the ocean. And, and it was, the, you know, that's, and that was in the previous August. And then the car a few months later, and that was it. And I was one of those guys. And, I, you know, I'm a person who works out constantly. Yeah. And I was very surprised by that. And the doctor said, uh, you're driving cars? Are you in the car seat a lot? And I'm like, dude, you wouldn't believe this. Yeah. But five days a week for 14 hours, I'm yeah. sitting. He goes, oh. That's, you can't do that. My, my doctor do told that. me that I will be in pain as long as I have this job. That's what he told me. And he said, he's like, you can keep doing this gig. But What was the injury? I've had two L4, L5 discectomies. What does that mean? I've burst my L4, L5 disc in my spine twice. The from same crashing? Disc. No, no, no. <laughs> from driving. Just from driving. Just from sitting. Just from being in that position. <sighs> yeah, 2000 and... Three and 2011. Well, you know, yeah. Zuckerman and I argue about this all the time because he won't, he, he doesn't like the sport buckets that Porsche makes. And uh-huh. he won't, you know, we just got a GT3 touring together I'm and so he made happy me for put, you. Eight, really? He put 18 way <laughs> adjustable seats in it, which it's a I, tour- went, it's a I went along with it because it's a touring, yeah. but still, it's not as cool as the sport seat. How Porsche do you feel? does a Porsche does a much better job than most. Porsche's sports seat it can be a little narrow on right. the thighs, mm-hmm. but the actual driving position, you know, the where your feet are relative to your hips, relative to your shoulders and your arms, goddamn, they do it so well. Right. It's it, if you're spending a lot of time in a car and it's a Porsche, you're probably gonna be okay. You probably won't have this. Even my '87, my '87. Carrera, which yes. you have an 87. I have an 87, too. It's so great. The greatest. And that seat, even in a 90,000-mile car, is great. Yeah. So comfortable. I can't get out of that car when but, I drive that car. Yeah, but some Are you, So cars, what's going on with yours? Last we spoke, we were in safari mode. Yeah. Where you we're still in safari mode. Work. What, you, nothing has progressed since then? I had to have some words with one of my favorite people who yes. I, don't, I don't want to throw under the bus because I love him. And he uh, was uh, he was a little delinquent in uh, you know working on my car. He uh, he's busy. He was busy. The time flew by. <laughs> he didn't really keep up with the schedule that he was supposed to. I had to yell at him is, a little is bit. Is he a perfectionist? Is he? He's a perfectionist, but he is a bit scatterbrained when it comes to the organizational details. Of and how many of these cars has he made so far? It's not Lee, by the way. We're no. not talking about Lee. Oh, we're not. No, no. We're talking about someone who is doing something with the car. Engine related, engine related before Lee gets it. Uh, I'm doing the engine work here in California. That just sounds like engine work. It's engine work. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm about two weeks behind schedule right now. Which that's not so bad. No one gives a shit except I want the car done for Ren Sport because it's supposed to be in the Haggerty booth at Ren Sport. Now, yes. Now you got a deadline. Now, now we deadline. have a TV show. Those <laughs> I was thinking this whole thing. As I'm calling him and yelling at him for keeping me waiting, <clears throat> my mind goes back to all these fucking car TV shows where yeah. it's like, this better be done by Thursday. And I go, 
what kind of thing is that? And here I am being the guy. Well, yelling. let's be honest, though. In, in the Haggerty booth, it's not going to be moving, and you nope. could just ship whatever you have, and it's going to be fine. <laughs> Nobody cares. Everybody go, hey, there's the car Matt's building. I care. You know, you know we've seen that over and over again at Luft. That's, mm-hmm. that's just fine. Yeah, it's apparently okay to just, like, display half cars. By the way, uh, I know you're doing the Luft uh, recap show, and you were very nice to invite me, and I'm sorry I couldn't make it, but I did uh, check in for my office, and I watched you go live and say, I have the wrong day. <laughs> do you remember that? I was supposed to do the show with Patrick Long, and I'm here. We're live, oh, okay. and I've got yeah, the wrong yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And, and he came in the next day. My partner, John, and I were like, oh, wait a minute. Get on quick, quick, quick. Let's get on. Let's get to, to, to do some of that paid commenting really quick. <laughs> hey, Matt, how much weed did you smoke? <laughs> a lot. But, a you, lot but, you didn't, but you didn't see what we were writing. I was trying desperately. Then I started texting you. I desperately wanted to interact with you and be part of the live broadcast. I cut it day. off after two minutes. But I that was fun. I decided that we would come back with Pat Long. Now, next uh, day. <laughs> I want to. How was the Luft recap show? What What did you learn from that recap? Because you and I had a great day. We had a lot of fun that day. <laughs> We forgot. I forgot our passes, and then almost got in a fight with oh a security guard. God. It was bad. I'm not that proud was my of it, the, but... the ride to <laughs> Luft, beginning with smoking weed at Zuckerman's garage. Just me. No yeah. one else partook. Just no. me. Hopping in the back of an Alpha Julia, an old one. That <laughs> because you know Zuckerman and I were going to go down in a Porsche, and I was like, "Hey, Matt wants to come." And he goes, "Yeah, bring him along." And then we realized before he got there, wait, we've only got two seaters. What the hell are we going to do? Yeah. And and I tried to squeeze into the back of the the nine nine three turbo. Right? For two seconds, you're like, "Don't worry, I'll get in the back of this nine nine three turbo." I'm like, "All right, whatever you and say." Then, but I have unfortunately I have legs, so it didn't work. Nobody gets in the back of the no. nine nine three. So turbo. we drove in the Alpha, which was, was super seven, fun. Seven I don't know. One, two. I don't remember. I remember we were we were missing a few cylinders as we took <laughs> off. <laughs> it was uh, running properly. It, I mean, I'll find it. I'll find it. Where it's I on. It's back. on my Instagram. It's at here. Spike it's, first, and it's you'll here. see it. But it's here. Where's the look? It was. Uh, it, oh, there's not a video show. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. But fuck me. Where'd it go? Um. That drive, when we got, so we got the car started, and all of a sudden, all right, now it's running on some, the correct number of cylinders, and then, and then. And we were on the 405 doing about, yeah, I don't know what this is, it's a, it's a Julia, it's like a 70 or something. We're on the 405 doing red line in fourth gear, because Zuckerman <laughs> drives his car like he hates it. <laughs> and Spike goes, hey! I think I forgot the tickets. <laughs> we were all all the way there. All the way there. And, you know, I left them uh, the night before we drove down with uh, with my son James and picked up Zuckerman. He dropped his car off. And it, was, it was great. They were loading the cars up. Patrick was there. Patrick's awesome. You know, he's there yeah. all night. He's just got such a great attitude. And we were talking. At, we saw Canopy. We just saw a bunch of people we knew. The cars weren't staged yet, but... It was almost a better show than the big show. Yeah. And, you know, I think uh, in the f- in the future, for me especially, going it's like industry night, you know yeah. what I mean? Going to the auto show on media days. Yeah. Like Luft was so it's so great. It's such a gr- the, the the visual mm-hmm. element of all of it, the history, the, the the variety of cars was so great. I not and I'm not complaining when I say this, I'm just calling it like it is. I had a really hard time there. I couldn't look at anything. I got stopped by a lot of yeah, people. No, it's I great know. that there's fans. They're so enthusiastic. I just I couldn't look at the cars. Yes, because I got into a conversation with someone every. There's a lot years. of conversations. It was um. So it was it was really <laughs> but a challenge. That's, isn't that nice? 
That's a, that, it that totally shows is. You that you're to, succeeding. Totally. And you have to, you know, I've seen that happen. Um, you know, I, I watched uh, Jay at Pebble. It's the same. He can't go two steps without mm-hmm. being stopped. Jerry, mm-hmm. two steps. Corolla. The, you and you know, put just, yourself in the mindset. Hmm. You get yourself ready for that. Yeah. That's but, right. But if you love the cars, which Jay, Jerry... I would almost uh, prefer a fast picture and a quick hello. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than the conversation. But they, you know, people, it's like, man, if I see him, I got to ask him about bleh, you know? <laughs> and it's un- what's kind of unfortunate about it, and you don't, bl- you don't blame anybody for this, but it always ends up being a real one-sided conversation. It's, hey, Matt, what do you think about this? Right, right. And so I just end up re-explaining opinions that I've already explained. You know what was super fun was watching Zuckerman get it, because he's never gotten it before. (laughs) Here's his personal injury attorney in a captain's hat, and he's just getting yanked over left and right. He goes, what's happening? I'm like, dude, you're car famous. Yeah. You are car famous, and it's happening for you. very unique famous. It's a unique fame, and what's nice about it is when you're not at a car event, you're just left alone. Nobody knows who you are. It's really nice, Yeah, it's nice. It's not real fame. Yeah. You can mentally prepare for it. You can go, I'm going to go be of famous course. for two hours. And I like, I you know, I'll tell you what I love about it. I like meeting all of the people who uh, have the weird Instagram handles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They'll go, yeah, 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 hey, yeah. I'm Hot Pants 69 <laughs> or, you know, Flat Six Sicko. He knows who he's probably listening right now. What and and it always makes sicko? me laugh. It, just to see the handle and then the face that goes along totally. with, the, with the handle. That cracks me up. Well, yeah. look, let's take a break and we'll be right back with more Spikes Car Radio. Here are some useful car tips you might not be aware of. A coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior. Removing excess weight from your car will improve gas mileage, and you can place your key fob to your chin to increase its range. That's pretty weird, right? Well, here's another tip you also might not know about. True Car also helps people get used cars. That's right. TrueCar isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying experience, whether you buy new or used. And with TrueCar, users can see what others paid so they know if they're getting a good deal before they're buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with TrueCar certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Welcome to the Dennis Miller Option. I, mean, I remember Seagal came in in some Alan Carr caftan or something, sat down with a Iroquois <laughs> braid. I thought this could be a long week. Dana Carvey, ladies and gentlemen. Why don't you yell out for Steve out there, see if you can get him to come in. Like you're the real deal. Bulbous and engorged. Arnold's stronger than you. Your buttocks are like marshmallows compared to Arnold. It was like the horse broke its leg in the back straight away, put the tent up and put me down. It was <laughs> so awkward. Remember to listen to new episodes of the Dennis Miller Option every Wednesday right here on Podcast One. Do it. You can follow Dennis on Twitter at DennisDMZ, Instagram at Dennis Miller, and on Facebook, he's at Real Dennis Miller. And by the way, I hide nothing here with the Dennis Miller podcast. What kind of mind thinks of this? You're listening to Spike's Car Radio. So I never finished the story about the tickets. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> this is not that anybody cares, and I have explained myself, but I need they to do really it one care. more time. They should care because it's funny. <laughs> they, if you have kids, you understand when you walk through your door, your head gets scrambled. And I came back 
from dropping Zuckerman off, and he said, hold on to these, I'll lose them. And I go, Zuckerman, I don't lose stuff like this. And I left them on the front seat of my Land Rover, right? And I yeah. put them right there because I knew in the morning I'm waking up at 6 and I'm getting in that truck, right? I wake up in the morning, walk into the kitchen, the kids, the wife, the head is in a blender. And I'm like, ah, then, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? And I go, honey, I, I'm going to this thing with Zuckerman and, and Maddie. And he's like, uh, and she's like, oh, all right, whatever, fine, fine. You know, she's a little angry with me. <clears throat> and I go, and I walk out the door, and I go, well, what am I doing driving a Land Rover to Luftekult? I've got my leaf green 911T. <laughs> so I get in that car and just bombed. I'm just trying to get away from the house fast, as fast <laughs> before as somebody can grab me and pull me back. <clears throat> That's how it happened. That's how it happened. That and then is it. And then halfway down the 405. Then, <clears throat> now, if I... Then I'm talking to Zuckerman, and I might have remembered, but then you roll in, and you start smoking weed. We're like, look at Maddie smoking weed. Meanwhile, Zuckerman's drinking I was, I was perfectly and, on time and had all the things I needed. You were fine. <laughs> it's just that it was very colorful. And we were then, now we don't have a car, and our head was in – we were in different problems, and before we know it, so funny. the Alpha's not working. Well, how do we fix it? There's a smells like rubber, and that's because the fender's <laughs> rubbing against the tire. It was, yeah, the car hasn't had a person in the back seat oh since the mid-'70s. Well, we were laughing, and <laughs> having such a great time why would something be wrong and then boom oh. and i felt awful but patrick answered his phone yeah he managed to save the day you skipped I the part awful. where you were kind of mean to the security guard i was i you i didn't is, take the right path in that i one. didn't i know i didn't and i punished myself for that <laughs> and i i went back to him and i apologized the funniest See, thing was you got out of the car to, to try and talk your way in and it wasn't working no we, do you know why because in my head i was going to a dopey car show so i thought <laughs> what would secure if i just say hey it's spike matt fair and zuckerman and we have a car wow. here i know we're in an alpha and he's got a captain's hat on. Yeah. It's... And the other guy's got really red eyes. <laughs> but what they had was like Taylor Swift security. Yeah. And they, they really were, hired They security. were serious and they didn't know cars. They didn't even know Patrick Long. <laughs> they didn't and even know the guy who owned the And I'm impacting. Shop. Mr. Jokey is impacting with him and he starts getting a little hostile and I don't catch myself. And now I'm getting that way. And I, you know, and I had a picture. Erica, my, my wonderful wife, Sent me a picture of the passes. I said, here's a picture of the passes. Remember when we thought that was going to (laughs) work? Well, at a normal car show, it would. It it would. Yeah. This was not a normal car show. There were 10,000 people there. I went back on the way out, and I stopped, and I, I, gave, I gave him a nice tip, but I also apologized. I said, I that was not, I apologized for my behavior. I understand you're just doing your job. I, I didn't understand that was going to happen. So I made it right, and he laughed. And he thought then, it was hilarious. how did the universe repay your morning? Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I got back, I got back in the leaf green tea, and I was blasting down to my son's Little League game, and the throttle linkage broke in the night of the tea. <laughs> And then I was stranded at the little veterinary place, VCA Robertson. Not VCA Robertson, it was VCA uh, Wilshire, Santa Monica. So, yeah, just looking under the car going, oh, all right, I deserve this. I deserve this. When you texted me that the car broke down, I fucking laughed. Yeah, that was the universe saying money doesn't help. The apology isn't going to help either. You need to take a little whack. And here it is. (laughs) So I missed the Little League game. I had to flatbed the leaf green tea back to Zuckerman's. Um, Sucks. But I did hop in the 87 911 and, and had a nice drive after is that. Is that, let's see, okay, of your of your current stable of 911s, is, that, is the 87 your favorite at the moment? Well, the GT3 Touring is uh, above and beyond. Have you driven it much yet? Not yet. No, I'm, ab- I'm going to take it out to Bill's this weekend and, and do a drive in it. But as far as like a... 
just a pure 911. The 87 experience is it's it's surprising. I, I, love I like that, that better than the leaf green tea to be honest with you. It's you know, it's it's <clears> fast <throat> enough to feel kind of fast and <clears> it's <throat> easy it's enough to drive enough. every day and it doesn't ask anything of you. It's very easy. I can throw my kids in the back. I can put the whole family in it and do so that makes it very useful, but most of all what I look for in in any of these cars is when I'm stressed out during the week trying to run this this production company and and work in television, when I get in something that calms me down uh-huh. and I go on the PCH, that's what that drive is about for me. That then I hold on to that. And that 87 is that car. That's, that 87 is that car. car. The, the 70T uh, is close, and you know I think I've got a little fettling and a little playing with it to get it right, but it's, uh, it's there. It's like a 9.5 out of 10. I've improved it immensely That's and good. sorted it. Uh-huh. But, but I may sell it. I might sell it. Time. I want to I I do some questions. Oh, do we have fan <laughs> questions? We do. Oh, cool. And yeah. I had them up. And, and now they're and gone. now they're gone. <laughs> but give me one second. Tell me about your Joe Sifford Octavia. You want to talk about that? Or yeah. Can I see it? Well, that's another thing that's going May on I? here, too, that you're doing, is you have a watch show. Watch Let's, and Listen. Watch and Listen. Sponsored by Crown and Caliber. Right. Uh, you can get it where you get podcasts, iTunes, Shout Engine, etc., uh, Google Play Music. You can also watch it on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash watch and listen super podcast. In, super informative, but also kind of an entry. You are like me. You're like a beginner with the watches, right. and you, you're learning as you go. I'm the student. Cameron Weiss uh, is a master watchmaker, a CEO of Weiss Watch Company, and alumni of uh, Vacheron and AP. And uh, I'm the student. He's the teacher. And uh, we do all different kinds of stuff. Now you should feature that watch I that you're holding this. right now. I love this So what this you have watch. there is the new Tag Heuer Caliber 11 collaboration. It's Caliber 11 is a watch blog, Tag Heuer blog in Australia, I think, run by David Chalmers. And David, forgive me if I don't pronounce your name right. They made 100 of these special issue, uh, reissue uh, Joe Siffert Collector's Edition Octavius. So it's got that bright white dial. That looks good. That looks good on me, too. David, David told Oof. me Tag wanted to make it metallic, but he said, no, just make it a flat, bright white so it's like the Daytona. It pops. Yeah. It's got the panda dial and the with blue the seconds hand with the little blue hint of blue markers. It's it fire. spectacular. Yeah. And then I, I immediately took off the beads of rice bracelet and put on the other one they had there. And uh, it What's the beads of rice? Like a jubilee? Like the gay Ferris. No, it's a, you, you know this bracelet. It's what called is, a, a beads of rice. Go ahead beads, and I'm just going to Google beads of rice bracelet real quick. Let's do Octavia uh, beads right. of rice. Okay. It's so pretty. It's uh, beads. Yeah. And it's one of the most comfortable watch bands, the, the beads of rice. The beads but of I have it. See, oh, yeah. It's, okay. Right it's there, it's right? uh, sort of like a Jubilee yeah, with now, smaller now, little. Here you go. You've got yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. I think this, looks, this watch looks better on the leather. Do you get <laughs> both bands with it? You do, right? I did, yeah. but the, the the Beats of Rice is a little shiny, so I, and I like this black one, this custom black the one. The black leather. Now they good. didn't. It didn't fit when I put it on. My wrist was too small. I have a <laughs> I have a Nancy girl wrist. Really? I have a lady wrist. Look at a little six inch wrist. So you know what I did, and I've never you done punch this. a hole. I punched a hole. Hell yeah! But you know how I did it? I went on to Amazon, and they sell a watch band hole puncher. For seven dollars, oh, please. What a waste! You could have. Just I, taken had a drill deli- in I had it delivered. I had overnighted. And it was so satisfying. And the <laughs> second it got there, because like it's dinner, I was like, oh, "Hold on!" I ripped it open, ran out back, 
punched the hole, and then the watch fit perfectly. It was one of the most satisfying Ooh, experiences I've ever had. Very, I can imagine. Yeah. It's probably very satisfying. And here it is, and now I'm wearing it now. That's a beautiful watch. Are yeah, there any? That? Can can people buy those anywhere? So this is number six of only one hundred. Yeah. So I've, no. uh, you know. I, I encourage Tag Heuer to make more of them so everybody can have them. Because what's nice about this watch is it's relatively affordable when compared to the Rolex brand or any any of these other watches. This was a, a $5,900 watch as compared I think to it's a, the, I think it's a great value if you get that a sticker. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm going to wear the hell out of That's, this. Well, you're a big Hoyer guy anyway, so yeah. it works for you, certainly. <clears throat> well, it's, why, do, it's super dope. I'm really, I, I think it looks just great. The only chance for you is that... <laughs> Seinfeld, who I also got one. I think he's getting number 99 out of 100, so I think he's in the second shipment. If he gets it and goes, you know what? It's too hockey puckish. It's too big or something annoys him. The bezel width annoys him. If he doesn't want it, I'm second in line for that one. Now but he's, he's going to want it. My, this watch is on my Instagram feed, and he's been commenting on how beautiful it is. <laughs> so, Seinfeld but, comments on Instagram? He does. Really? Mostly mine and Zuckerberg's, but yeah, he does. Oh, I get in that club. That, well, right Jay Leno right knows who I am now. I'm very happy about that. I went and shot a bit with Jay I in saw Seattle. That. I they saw flew that. me to Seattle to do a thing for That's Jay Leno's tremendous. Garage. Yeah. Now you and I are going to be on Jay's show yes. together, right? And they said the bit went came out very well. <laughs> they said it's like they They said it's like <laughs> it's weird because it like kind of comes out of nowhere in the right. show. It's a completely. <laughs> I think we can. Can we say what it was? Yeah, we, we, it was a game show. He yeah. made a game show. Yeah, sure. And Spike and I were contestants on the game show. And this will be in uh, coming up on CNBC. We don't have dates yet, but we were teamed up together like the ten thousand dollar pyramid <laughs> and fighting like husband and wife. And it I was just wonderful. Uh, I just got invited back to go up to Seattle and do another bit um, where I can't say exactly what it was. I told him I wouldn't say, but uh, it involves like. Driving, it's actual. Wow. It's a driving bit, which I, which I was really excited about. That's and tremendous. He Jay was so. I mean, obviously he's cool, but like I've never spent a whole day alone with Jay. No, Lennon. it was awesome. He was so cool. We walked in. Had you ever been to his joint? Because I oh, had. Yeah, it's. Cool. <clears throat> I had never been there for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I've never been there, and I walked in. You and I had some lunch there, and we started walking around. And then Jay joined us. Yeah. And every obscure uh, machine that we could find, he would go, Hey, you want to start it up? Yeah. And we'd be like, Yeah, go ahead. Start that up, Jay. I dare you. <laughs> yeah. And it was 1910 start- fire trucks, deep part fire. Go ahead. Start it. I want to see that. And then, boom, just he starts just right would. up. Yeah. You just, it he would starts, just work. Yeah. And, and, you know, that encyclopedic, uh, the mind that knowledge of everything that he's talking about. Yeah. He really knows his stuff. Yeah. It's intimidating. And then, and then what he's building, the little pieces he's building, oh, and the 3D printing, <clears throat> and the water jetting, and, the and room, after room after room after room after room after room of stuff. Have I seen it all? No, not yet. There's another <laughs> mile of things. And like, God, how much money did you make? It's so interesting. I was talking to him about uh, taxes and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, with the Jay Leno's Garage show, you know, you must be able to, like, write off your whole life. He's like, nah, don't <laughs> fuck around with the IRS. You know, Nicholas Cage doesn't get to choose when he works anymore. <laughs> Nicholas? Like, like, turn out like Wesley Snipes. Nicholas? Yeah, he said he, said, he, said he was hanging out with Nicholas Cage for, like, a year, like, in 98. Wow. And he said he took him to Pebble Beach. He's like, he's like, you don't believe it. He just bought everything. He goes, yeah. he just point and buy, just point and buy. Yeah, yeah, that's the way he was. <laughs> so Charlie hard. Sheen was that way too. Charlie Sheen was across from me at Santa Monica Airport and he had he had two guys with shirts that said Sheen Automotive. <laughs> they had their own shirts that looked like they were from a fifties diner and a bunch of old muscle cars and 
then uh, oh the nat nash like bowling shirt. yeah yeah and then uh then that evaporated pretty quickly I that's think. very yeah, funny but jay up. was he man he was he was he he's said the he greatest 518 denim shirts identical Really? Yeah, oh, that's an interesting. He stat. said the clothing rack's like fifty yards long. It's in the warehouse. <laughs> They're all. Hey, what? Did you ask him what makes a shirt now garbage? Like what he looks at and goes, "All right, never." That one Nothing. has to be thrown out. Yeah. Not does he? Know. Does he auction those off for charity? He probably should. Yeah. He should. He really. That should. That would be wonderful. I'd get. I'd, I'd buy a Jay Leno shirt. That'd I, be hilarious. I would definitely spend a few hundred dollars on a framed Jay, Le- Jay Leno denim shirt. He'd yeah. probably fucking give us one. No, that's really cool. Well, I was <laughs> excited to be on the show. I think I'm doing something else with them too for their YouTube show in a, in a few weeks. Oh, but, with uh, one of your cars, a, ner- yeah, a nerdy yeah. thing. Well, I, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I'm not supposed to say it like All that. Right. But, but, but it's exciting. Exciting to be part of that little club, isn't it? Hell yeah. All when right, someone way more <clears throat> famous than you knows your last name, that's awesome. Yes. He only <laughs> knows me, by the way, when I put my glasses on. I, I've had them off a couple of times, and he walked right by me, and then I put them on, and he came across the room. Spike! That's so funny. Yeah. Isn't it weird how we just we need one little piece of That context. happens to me all the time. Well, that's why a lot of times I don't wear my glasses. And that's just so walk funny. Around there are a can... few people that are like that look just different in every circumstance. Yeah. It's like Carmen yeah. Electra. Always yeah. different. Yes. Who you, what do you got from the fans? All right. Uh, do you both have weird rituals you do in your car, such as volume at an even number all the time, or Ooh. celebrating when the odometer hits new thousand miles? That's, That's fair from Napsy ninety one. Weird rituals. Weird rituals. Do you have? Do you have any? I do. I do. In the in the on the on the Blaupunkt in the eighty seven radio. I like I, I like that that the balance and the treble and the bass. There's a little a button you push it and it pops out. Uh-huh, Those can uh-huh. never be out. Before I drive, oh, okay, have to yeah, all be, be set pushed back in, and yeah. pushed back right. in. But they don't have to all be <clears> in the middle. You can adjust the sound for optimum sound, not no. just middle. You have to drive with them all in the middle. No, no, that's fine. No, oh, okay, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, that's right. no, that'd be weird. That'd be totally okay, strange. Yeah. But I, and and, I'll, and and lately, I've been making sure other seat belts are buckled in my old cars. That's that weird. That nobody's using. That's so <laughs> the passenger seat and then the two back seats. I don't like seeing them unbuckled. I like them buckled. That's kind of like, weird. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Yeah, okay. Um, well, I mean, I love a good odometer rollover, first <laughs> off. I mean, who doesn't love when they all lie? You know, sixes across. I love that shit. Um, <laughs> that's like like telling someone your dreams. Nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> no. You try to call your friend, hey, look at this. Yeah. They're like, I don't fucking care. But you feel like something really happened. 100%. Yeah. Um, I like a symmetrical window. You know what I mean? If I, I like to have both my windows down at the same level. Okay, me too. Um, or yep. if not that, then it's all or nothing. Like right. I'll go closed passenger, open driver, but only all the way. Mm-hmm. Or otherwise, if it's partial, they have to be even, even partial. That's if I had a big a big peeve. That's it. And also, I don't like people driving my cars. Um, nobody. Yeah. Every time I let someone drive my car, it comes back and something's fucking wrong. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Do you think you imagine half that stuff? I I wish I did, but I I know I don't. Right. I right. just I just think that that no well, one else thinks. Dri- of why a are people driving your cars? I got friends coming to town. I asked to borrow a car. I got a house guest or something. Right. That's my most recent. I had a house guest who borrowed my car, my Mercedes, and he brought it back, and the parking brake was mysteriously broken. Oof. And there was a black scuff mark like this big on one yeah. of the seats. Yep. And yep. I didn't put I didn't do either of them things. You know, I also like a clean car. 
I have to make sure all of my windshields are clean. And and most of that's because of Malibu. You do a drive out there, mm-hmm. everything's all foggy, and I don't like when the sun hits it. Yeah. And I don't yeah. keep a bunch of shit in my car. My my car is devoid of yeah, me stuff. Yeah, no stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm always jumping car to car. I can't leave anything in a car. Whenever I take another couple out for dinner, yeah. the wife always remarks, what is this car? Is it brand new? And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's two years old. Yeah, she I, goes, like, there's nothing in it. There's no stains. And Eric goes, well, Spike doesn't let the kids eat. And I go, damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Right. So I think that's me on that a one. thorough answer to that question. Okay. Let's see what else we have. Um, stress the importance of a PPI by a qualified person. Well, of course. Yes, we do that. I miss your show. We, wow. don't, need, we don't need to stress <laughs> that because all it takes is you getting fucked yes. once. <laughs> Wait, what, do you, what do you mean this car is missing three head studs? What does that right. mean? <laughs> Car Matchmaker is on, and it'll be running all summer on NBC Sports again, the first three seasons, and uh, hopefully we'll badger them into another season. Um, if not, there's something else in the works with the original crew from the show. So uh, I will let you know about that. Um, wow. This is from Hillbilly Lingo. LS swaps in non-GM cars, particularly 911s, seeing more of them done, and it got me wondering about doing a G-Series. Can I stop you right there, Hillbilly Lingo? What, what are you talking about? Which, so is there any What world, he's talking about is, I know what he's saying, yeah. but it's blasphemy. Kind of. Yes. Yeah. I would say if you, are, if you are putting a car back on the road that otherwise would literally be going to a junkyard. Mm-hmm. Then do what you got to do. If you're building a race car, a pure race car, and you're starting with a trashed 996 with a blown IMS bearing, sure, LS LS engine, <clears throat> why not? But I'm like, sick to my stomach listening. It's to this, not but that. Continue. Yeah, it's not that, that. I think either of us. Well, you may you may have an emotional problem with yes. it. Yes, I don't have an emotional problem with it. Having, but I hear driven, what you're saying. It's it's decent advice. It Just don't re- do it with something new. Yeah, and it re- it does remove a lot of the things that make a 911 special. Right. Yes. Turning a 911 into half a Corvette, you're not ending <laughs> up with the correct experience. Like I yes. drove this thing once, there was a Cayman, a, a Porsche Cayman that this shop in Florida put a fucking Shelby motor in the back of, mm. a GT350. So we're talking about a 5 a car that came with I believe a 30 or a 34 that would have been about a 300 horsepower, right? Cayman S. Mhm. Take that out, or it blew, or whatever, and they put in a 525-horsepower V8 Mm -hmm. that revved 1,500 RPM higher (laughs) than the Cayman engine and had almost double the horsepower. Right. Now now I'm driving something that feels like a Daytona prototype. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Now you're in a whole other level of I just don't know what you have at that point. I apologize for that. No, no worries. Gotta, my phone is stupidly connected to the computer. All right, here's someone I forgot um, his name because I had to copy it. Personal messaged me, but I wanted to ask his question. My three-year-old and I watch a lot of Jay Leno's Garage. In a recent episode with Jamie Foxx, he highlights an American-built Resvani tank. Mm-hmm. First, uh, uh, I've heard of the brand and have spent too much time uh, building as Resvani Alpha X online. Wow, I didn't know you could build your own Resvani. Can you or Matt speak of the build quality of the products? Okay. How do I do this without being sued? Okay. (laughs) Well, your opinion. It's always your opinion. I'm looking at it right now online, the tactical urban vehicle known 
as the Resvani. Right. I've never this heard is of this a Resvani thing. tank. It is the name it's cool. of this, and the company was started by a guy whose last name is Resvani. I think his first name is I would guess, Faisal or something like that. Because he's not just going to. That. I met. I met. I met this dude. Okay. This is their second vehicle. I drove their first vehicle. Their first vehicle is called the Beast. And the Beast is based on an aerial atom. And mm-hmm. it, they basically take an aerial atom and put a carbon fiber body onto it. So yeah, underneath... I, I kind of like the way this thing looks. It's not ugly. It's not ugly. Limited to five examples, yeah, 700 they, horsepower. If they sell five, I'd be shocked. And, <laughs> and I drove... It's not good to drive. It's very twitchy. It's not, the, the one I drove wasn't good to drive. <clears throat> what does uh, this 700 horsepower car weigh? <laughs> like 1,600 pounds, oh, like nothing. You don't want one. <laughs> wow. You do not want one. Wow. It's not good. So, but, and it does, it, does it handle? <sighs> yes and no. The silence. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it does, but it doesn't, it, 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 it wasn't set up. Well, by someone who has spent their lifetime building race cars. Okay. You know what I mean? They what took... No, huh? What about the tank, then? Okay, go back to the tank. Let's go back so to the, the tank. So the tank Because I like the way this looks. The tank is interesting. And it's what sort is of that like based a post on? Apoc- it's based on a Jeep Wrangler. Jeep. Okay. Based on a, a Wrangler, and they put the Hemi engine in it, the big V8 engine in it, the 6.4 Hemi, and they then do this crazy body work. You know, it looks all future and weird. Mm-hmm. In theory, it has like thermal cameras and it's armored, you know, and it's got all this crazy <laughs> military. Let me see the back. Look at that. Wait, where's the? Oh yeah, wow. If you ask me, it is it is not. Click good the looking. option list there. Let's Options just have a list. look. I just want to see. Besides, uh, bulletproof. so you can see this interior in this picture. It is a Jeep inside. Um, mm-hmm. Off road package. You get a you get a lift, big tires, uh, Dana uh, Pro Rock axles with e lockers, bigger drive shafts. You know, it's got a bunch of off roady stuff Wait, on it. Ballistic armor. Yeah, B four, B six, B seven. Fifty to hundred dollars for armoring. Yeah, wow. convenience package is sixty five hundred. Towing package is fifty five. Military run flat tires, ram bumpers, reinforced suspension, radiator protection, right. fuel tank wrap, wow. right. First aid kits, hypothermia, hypothermia kit. kit. That's Gas called a masks. <laughs> That's the first time I've seen that option so, on a car. Wait, go back down for one second. <laughs> Magnetic dead dead bolts, blinding lights. <laughs> I like so some of these options. Dumb. Blinding lights yeah. in a Prius would be awesome. The no. problem with this, it's like this faux military peacocky. This isn't the battle vehicle. You know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. So I, well, I kind of like that stuff though. My experience with the build quality of the beast I drove, and I, there's a video of it right. on my channel, was not high. It wasn't good. That was your opinion. Of that it? was my opinion of it. Um, Maybe they've figured some other things out. I don't know what Jamie Foxx is doing driving this thing, but... Probably having fun. Probably well, having fun. Well, if they want to give it to me, I'm going I'm to take it for a drive. I'm going yeah, uh, to keep my opinion open about it. Let me, uh, let's move on. Yeah. Um, this is a good question. I like this question because it's a, just a common question with any modification you do to a car. But this fella, Browns and Blues... Oh, hold on, getting a call from Tom oh, Sally. Uh, browns and blues. Um, I'm curious to know how you're doing all of this modification to your focus, even though it's a lease. Unless you're planning on buying it <clears> after <throat> the lease is up, please and thank you, good sir. Also, I think just to add to this, modifying leased cars in general. Yeah. How do you get away with that? You do whatever the hell you want. Okay. 
And when you and return that. that car, you take the things off. You take the stuff off. Yeah, I, and then you I, sell it. I found with small modifications like wheels that yeah. the, the dealer will say, as long as it has wheels on it. Yeah. Uh, we All don't right. care if it's the original wheel. So listen, there is, it, no, it doesn't matter what your lease agreement says. Your car's in your hands. Right. No one's going through it. Right. You need to modify your car unless that modification is the direct cause of a big problem. Right. If you put a tune on your car from some janky whatever and you blow the motor, mm-hmm. you got a problem. You put an exhaust on your car, there's nothing affected. There's something called the Magnuson Moss Warranty Act. Mm-hmm. And there's this, this people use this word, this void your warranty. There, void your warranty isn't a thing, it's not a thing. You could have a claim rejected. If the company or the dealer decides that your modification has caused whatever the problem is that you're trying to warranty. But if you have a coilover suspension and you bring in a car because your air conditioning isn't working, one has nothing to do with the other. Mm-hmm. If you have, um, you know, uh, now granted, look. I, but how do you differentiate between these things when you've got your car? When you go, all right, well, what things should I do and what things should I do? Should you call them and say, hey, I'm thinking about I doing think this? I think it's like, I don't know. For me, it's pretty common sense. Like for me, <clears> like <throat> here, here's the riskiest thing you can do by far as far as fucking with warranty is the, tuning. Is the tune. Right. So I would only put a tune on a car from like the most reliable sources. <laughs> you know, we're talking about Cobb, Mountune, mm-hmm. big corporate APR, uh-huh. big corporations that put tunes on thousands of cars and tune conservatively. Right. I wouldn't have Joe the Dino guy <laughs> try and do a custom tune. You know what I mean? Uh, he, you're going to have the most fun with Joe. Right. No, so, <laughs> and you so can the, blow the engine on yeah. the dino. Anything else, really, <laughs> you know, you put an exhaust or an intake or some some suspension, you change your tires, change your brakes. Stuff like that, that you would it would be on them to prove that the modification caused whatever warranty claim you're filing. <clears throat> That's all. And I like and that. At That's the end, good advice. You take the parts off your car, you put the stock parts back on, and you turn in your lease. There you go. Where are we on time right now? Twenty six minutes in the second half of the show. I think Sweet. we got three, four minutes if you want. Yeah, we got it. We a couple more questions. Is there a plan Z for Mission E? Uh, Dan wants to know the Mission E is a new electric Porsche. Damn, damn straight. Um, You'll be happy to know, and I've announced this already, but I'm going to say it again. Erica, my wife, is no longer driving a Prius. <laughs> She's driving a BMW plug-in 530i, 535i. I don't know what it is, but I know it's a German car, and I'm so happy. After that, um, we're going to we're gonna get that Mission E. I don't know if it's Plan E, Plan Z, or I'm it's going to be... I'm very excited for Mission E. Uh, I'm excited about I hope that that's not the too. name. I don't like the name Missiony, no, no. but that looks like that's like a tortilla brand that you find in a, that, in a Whole Foods. I noticed Foods. you drove up in a Panamera. Yeah, is it man. a hybrid? Yes. Is it the, the Turbo, Turbo S E hybrid? Oh my God, how good is it's it? It's rad. It's so rad. I'm in love. It's so rad. Yeah, yeah. And it could only be more rad if it was the wagon, which you can get now. I know. I love and that one, but beggars can't be choosers. No, of course not. But I will, based on my experience with Tesla, which is some, and based on my experience with Porsche hybrids. I would give Porsche my money for an electric car seven days out of seven totally. over Tesla. No, you would love this because it's a Tesla and a Turbo S all in one. It's a Tesla that's built by Porsche. That's yeah. the, the difference is every Tesla I've ever had as a, as a loner, something has fallen off. Right. Every one. 
This is fun. We install the charge point charger at the house. There's a little app that tells you when the car is ready. It charged uh, last uh, last time yesterday in two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, just charged right up. It got twenty three miles. I came here on all electric. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I drove to work all electric. Johnny, my partner, uh, we had a meeting in Hollywood. He gets in his Hellcat. I get in this. I turn it to Sport Plus, and I smoke him yeah, in yeah. this car. So it does everything. It's so fast. And actually what is, so what is very unique about that car is that unlike all other um, hybrids that have this sort of engine as a backup mm. generator mm-hmm. thing, you can actually be charged positive. So you can drive on the gas engine mm-hmm. while actively charging the battery. I did it. You can do it. So the strategy is you live in the city and you're driving to another city. <clears throat> you use the electric mode to get out of the city. You get on the highway. You put it in charge. Your gas engine moves you down the highway. It charges your batteries, and they are full by the time you get to the next it, city. And it works. It's bad. Yeah, I did it. I was so happy. Dude, I lapped a racetrack and was charge positive. <laughs> Can you believe that? Because if you go flat, if you go flat, it fully discharges. Like, it gives you all the juice. Wow. So you're going flat out of every corner, but it's regening mm-hmm. more than it's outputting every time you stand on those brakes. Yeah. So I started a lap. I started did six laps of a track or something like that. I started with like 11 miles to empty of, of uh, electric, and I finished my laps with 18 miles to empty wow. after mobbing on a racetrack. Wow. So cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. These guys are, you know, I, the, my first thought, my first drive was how does Tesla survive with all this stuff rolling out? Hype, my friend. Lots of hype. I guess, um, when am I going to drive your cars? I've already driven your cars. What are Smoking Tires' favorite kind of car events to go to? Any specific ones? We talked about Loop. That's probably it, right? You ones also like ones the that rave, are like, if you had, a, if you had a, a dozen cars lined up in a racetrack, and me and like my four best friends and nobody else. That's, that, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> do, you, um, do you have a Grail watch? Do I or you? You, both of us. I, I, you I tell do. me yours. Yeah, I do. Um, <clears throat> I, I have two Grail watches. One is um, I really I want the stainless steel Sea Dweller, which is uh, not Sea mm-hmm. Dweller, Sky Dweller. Excuse me. Yeah. Blue face stainless steel Sky That's Dweller. A new one. Which is not necessarily Grail because I technically could afford it. Um, but, but it's a grail to it's you. Like, I can't get it, and that's 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 kind of the the dopest thing in Rolex world for me right now. And then my other. Um, I want an RGM Core of Engineers uh, watch. RGM is in Pennsylvania. They make watches from scratch here in Pennsylvania. The movements, everything, they're extraordinary. Yeah. And they are, you never find them used. Nobody who buys them ever puts them for sale. They're like, you got to go out there and you meet the dude and he makes the watch for you. And uh, I'm going out there this coming summer with my friend Chef Carl Ruiz and I'm going to order a RGM Corps of Engineers watch. Love that. All right, let's do two more quick questions. Sure. Quick ones. Uh, Kevin Brosnan wants to know, what is going to be the next sports car for the common man that's not German or an American muscle car? The rumored Supra? Supra. A new hot hatch? Yeah. After Ford's recent announcement, that's all I can think about. And that's a good question because, you know, most people can't afford these cars we talk about sometimes. Right. What, what is that cool car? Well, on the one hand, the crazy stuff, yeah, okay, most people can't afford them. On the other hand, your money's never gone so far as it right. goes now. Right. I mean, you can get a 2018 Mustang GT for the low 30s. 
You're talking 450 horsepower, yeah. 11 second uh-huh. quarter miles. And looks right. The Camaro SS is extraordinary. You can mm-hmm. get the Camaro 1LE package on the handling package on all the Camaros. So, but he didn't want to hear about that. He wanted to hear about uh, the Super. The Supra is coming out. That's going to be good. Um, I also am a big fan of the BMW 230i M Sport with the little four-cylinder. Mm-hmm. Um, Dynan makes a kit for that. Yeah, there you where go. Where you get 400 horsepower out of that four-cylinder wow, with, the, with unbelievable balance of a very light <laughs> car. Really, really good. So I actually would take a look there. Um, I like that idea. Yeah, that's, that's a really good right idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know what? We've got so many more questions. I'll, we'll try to go online and answer the rest of your questions, but we're out of time here, Matt. We're out of time. Thanks again. for having me on your show in my studios. Buddy. Yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, obviously you'll be back. You're one of our uh, rotating co-hosts, mm. as well as one of our repeat guest offenders. <laughs> so there you go. There's Matt Farrer, everybody. We'll uh, see you next week with another Spikes Car Radio. The smoking tire on everything. And that too. Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 